Okay. Welcome back to Fun on Weekdays podcast, everyone. We are here for a Zoom episode. My first one that I've done in a while. Special guest, Lexi Rainbolt. She may be hey, running- guys. <laughs> Sorry, I'll be- cut you off again. No, you're good. She may be running your For You page the same way that she has been running mine for like the past couple of months. I'm obsessed with Lexi. So excited to have you here today. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've been looking forward to this. I know we were, we keep talking about who is going to visit who first, but in the <laughs> meantime, we'd get over zoom and yeah. chat all things hair and being a hairdresser and how she's, you know, doing on TikTok and everything like that. So Lexi, okay. you live in Florida. Mm-hmm. I just moved here. Okay. So. And how old are you? I'm 23. Okay. I just turned okay. 23 in June. So yeah. Gotcha. And so how long have you been doing hair? Um, about three and a half years now. Okay. So yeah, I think I started, I was 19. I was almost 20 when I started. So when I started like out of school. Okay. So after you graduated high school, you went to cosmetology school then? Yeah. So long story. So I, I wanted to go to cosmetology school ever since I was little, but it was one of those things where like you grow up and you're like, Oh, like they don't make any money. I don't know if I actually want to do it. So um, when I got into high school, they had this thing called Career Center where you could do it while you were in like high school. And I was signed up to do it and I dropped out. (laughs) So I was like, no, I'm just going to go to college like everyone else. Uh, My parents were like, no, you're not going to like the four year. Like they were like, go to community college because I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I hated them at the time for it. But then I was like, (laughs) okay, it makes sense um, not to waste all that money. So then I ended up going to (laughs) I went to community college to be an x-ray tech. And I could never do that job in a million years. So I um, ended up failing. I took three classes. That's it. Failed (laughs) almost all of them. So I was like, I remember going to my mom. It was like around Christmas time because it was after I just failed all my classes of that semester. And I went up to my mom and I was like, you know what? I think maybe I want to give cosmetology school a try because like I've always been into hair. I've been wearing hair extensions since I was like 15. I got made fun of so hard in high school. Everyone called me, um, well, they would say that I'm wearing horse hair. It was, literally was like, I look back and it was so funny, but I used to be so self-conscious about it. Um, but yeah, and then my mom actually, my parents were very supportive of me going. So they were so excited. We actually gave my dad, like that was his Christmas gift that year, was that I was going to cosmetology school. Oh because they knew that I always wanted to do it. So yeah, there's my there's my little long story short of that. But yeah, then I went... Um, that so I went to one semester of college essentially but yeah okay love that I mean college is not for everyone I thought when yeah. I was in high school that I wanted to do cosmetology as well we actually had like the same thing it was during the day like the first half or the second half of the day you go to the career center and you get your degree um like basically for free while you're still in school and I in my mind was like I'm not going to do it because then I'll miss out on like the high school experience but mm-hmm. I do still kind of look back and I'm like, that would have been really nice to just have that and not have to commit to the actual yeah. cosmetology school after college because something it's I expensive. enjoy to do, but yeah. Yeah, it's, well, that was my thing is I wanted, I didn't want to miss out on the college experience. So that's why I was like, no, like, but I, looking back the best thing I did was like going there because I knew that whatever I would have done in college. I wouldn't, I would have either, a lot of people always ask me, they're like, what would you be doing if you weren't doing hair? And I'm like, I would be doing something in social media Mm -hmm. because like, that's just like what I liked. I like the content creation, everything like that. So yeah, yeah, it worked 
now you kind of get to like fuse the two together. And I feel like doing social media yeah. while you're a hairstylist is like the most important thing. Cause if I'm picking a hairstylist to go to, like there is no way in hell that I'm going to go to someone that doesn't have like an Instagram exactly. with photos or like videos. Like, I don't yeah, you. <laughs> exactly. It's, and I, so like I teach classes now and I tell everyone, I'm always like being a hairstylist nowadays is so much more than just like working behind the chair. Mm-hmm. Now we have to be like photographers. We have to be on social media. It's, it's a, it's a lot, but I don't know. It, it's insane the way that it can change your business though. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm sure. That's how I built my clientele when I was 19 years old on Instagram. And if you were to tell someone that's like 10 years older than me, that's a hairstylist that like, yeah, I built my clientele off of Instagram. They'd be like, what? Yeah. But yeah. Do you feel like older people in the industry feel kind of like threatened by younger hairstylists? I kind of like in a way, I feel like some older people, not like speaking for everyone, but some don't care to learn like the new techniques and the new way of like doing things because it's so different than So like when I was like moving to Florida, a lot of the people that I worked with um, at my old at my old like um, salon studios, they were like, they're a little bit older and they were like, wow, like, how can you just like move like that? And I'm like, social media, like you can build a clientele kind of wherever you want to go. You just have to be smart with like Mm -hmm. um, your marketing in that sense, I guess. Yeah, totally. So you worked at. okay. so how long did cosmetology school take? Um, it took about, it's supposed to take you a year and it took me like a year and a couple months because I missed, I missed so many days I had to make them up. Okay. And then after that, well, first of all, I'm right there with you. I probably (laughs) probably would take me like a year and a half, maybe two years. So after that, you worked in a salon in where were you before Florida? So I, I lived in Illinois. I grew up in Illinois about like an hour South of Chicago Um, so when I first got out of cosmetology school, I went to a commission salon. So you can go to like, when you're in like hair, you can go to commission, you can go to booth rent, um, or you can do like a studio, which is like pretty much like owning your own thing. Um, so I did a commission at first because like, that's kind of what you do when you don't have a clientele. It's kind of like how you build it up without spending all of your money. Is that Um, working in like a salon where you have your own chair at? And then there's, yeah. And then basically, um, the salon pays you, um, a lot of the times, a lot of salons actually like kind of like screw people over. Um, and they'll be like, you know, you get 40%, I get 60. Like, so like the stylist will get 40% and the salon will get 60% of like everything that they're doing. So it's, I mean, it's a good way to start off, but I don't think that it's like the best way unless you're making like 50, 50, but I was lucky and I was making 60 and they were making 40. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I got lucky in the commission salon that I was at. And then when you tip your hairstylist, do they get a hundred percent of the tips or you split that with the salon as well? Um, I believe that I got to keep the tips okay. personally at like my salon. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, then I moved after five months, I moved to a booth rent position, Okay, um, which was kind of scary, but I, I really wanted to like go off on my own. Okay. Is it booth rent then? Is it kind of like, let's say salon lofts where there's like a place and then you just have your own little within. So, um, so basically it's like, it's like a salon, but like there's, instead of like, you just having like your own chair, like you're renting the chair. So for example, I paid $140 a week for my chair, but I have to buy all my own product and stuff. I'm basically just paying for that chair in that salon. Okay. Um, a studio would be like a place and I, that's how I have my own little room that I got to like decorate and yeah. 
Okay. So, and that's more expensive, you, but yeah. And that's what you have now, correct? You uh -huh. have your own full. I love yes. watching it. I love watching you decorate it. Oh, it's <laughs> so fun. I love decorating. That's why I was like, when I came here and it's so funny because my decorations are like my house, like decorations. I had to make my bed before I was like, I was not going to make my bed before we did this. And I was like, uh, I probably shouldn't. I probably should do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, this girl's lazy. I also had a bunch of like clothes on the ground. I picked them up. You can't even see them though. <laughs> You're good. You should not see the <laughs> other side of my computer behind the screen. My office is a complete disaster. But yeah. the, the plus awesome. side of my office is no one sees it. The The downside of your office is that's where <laughs> everyone is going to get their hair cut. Oh, exactly. And, but it's, it's so, it looks a little bit bigger online than it is in person. So a lot of people walk in and they're like, oh my God, it's so cute in here. But it's like, it's, it's not big. Um, so like, I don't have to, there's not a lot to clean, which is nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. I'm not a good cleaner. Oh, same. I feel like, okay. So I think that there's a difference though, between being clean and being messy. I am messy. Like I'll put my clothes everywhere. I don't like to pick up boxes and stuff like that. Yes. But when it comes to cleaning, it's like, okay, there's food on the ground. There's stuff on the counters. Like that to me is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not being able to see the floor. That's a little bit different. Exactly. <laughs> that's so funny. So you've been doing really, really well in Florida now and you're your boyfriend there as well. No, he actually is in Illinois. So Wait. I actually left um, everything. <laughs> oh, my God. So I thought that it was the complete opposite. I thought that you were leaving Illinois to then be by your boyfriend. Oh, my God. No. Yeah, no. Um, I've been with Carter for this is this is like what everyone thought was like insane. So me and Carter have been together since I was 17. It's been like six years. Oh and God. I moved in with him right after high school. And, um, but he's known like my dreams and like my goals. And like, I always, I love Florida. Every time we would vacation here, I would be like going home and I would be like crying in the car ride home. And I'm like, I want to go back. Like, I want to live there. Um, didn't, it wasn't a real, like a reality, like a year ago. Um, <laughs> and then I started like becoming a businesswoman, if you will. <laughs> and I started making my own money. I saved up and um, it was something I brought up to him over the summer. He's a, he's so supportive though, which yeah. is really great. But yeah, I had to leave him and my dog Ivy is with him in Illinois too. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, that's yeah. so crazy. Good for you. I yeah. feel like, is that hard then going from living together to then being like long distance at an age where I feel like everyone is chasing like living getting married together? and yeah so where I live where I grew up um it's it's one of those things where like if you're dating someone like in high school and like you make it to like where me and Carter are like 23 you're getting engaged and having kids like now yeah, so like yesterday <laughs> and people are so in like smaller towns like that um so like the adults and like the like people like that know us personally were when I said that I was moving, they took it as like a very like Carter, why are you staying with her? And okay. uh, what people don't realize is that there's something as there's something called like a healthy relationship. Um, <laughs> and in that this is like what I tell everyone too. And I'm like, this is like one of those things where like, like he's just very like, he wants me to succeed and he wants me to chase my dreams. And it was one of the things where I wasn't going to make him move to Florida and he wasn't going to make me stay in Illinois. Um, we're going to figure out what we're going to do down the road. He can't move until after he's done with his apprenticeship in Illinois. He's like um, an electrician. Okay. So he can't move until he's done with that anyways. So um, 
we're kind of going to wait after that, see where we go. His mom's actually moving here. So I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of thinking maybe, maybe we'll have to say, we'll see that. <laughs> well, that's like really um, inspiring. I feel like a lot of people don't have the courage to leave, especially yeah. when their significant other is like, mm-hmm. there, it's, you know what I mean? That, it's a huge thing. And um, like I said, like, I feel like it, yeah, I feel like it opened up a lot of people's eyes in the sense of. Like I was able to bring this up to him and it wasn't a big argument. It wasn't like a huge deal. Like it wasn't a bad thing, I think. Yeah, and good. I think that's like one of those things where like, you know, if your person actually really like cares for you, they want, because we have our whole lives to settle down, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. we have, so we have, we're only 23. We have to like live our lives and figure out me and Carter both didn't go to college. And like oh. I said, I moved in with him when I was. 17 years old. I moved in with him and his mom. So we've been living together for so long. So I think it's not like when you start to like live together for that long and like we weren't, we're not married, whatever, and we're not engaged. Um, so we're kind of just like, you know, at this point where it's like, okay, what do we want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of like, you know, it's nice. I think, yeah. I think we both we both are on the very much the same page about it. Good for you. I love the fact that he's so supportive of it too. Oh, you- he's so sweet. Have you had like a hard time making girlfriends or anything? Do you feel lonely or homesick? Um, here's the problem. <laughs> I am a very like independent, just like introverted. Is that that's the word? Okay. I love to be alone. And really? I don't mind. It's the it's the weirdest thing. So I like I sometimes like I have made I've made quite a few friends actually since moving here. I actually reached out before I moved here, I reached out to a couple hairstylists. And because I wanted to have an idea of where I was going to work before I moved here. So I reached out to a couple of people and I actually came in August. So my sister lives in Boca. Um, So she lives um, like near where I live. So I, um, now this is where I'm losing my train of thought. (laughs) Okay. Your sister lives Um, in Boca. So is that why, and you live in Boca, right? Yes. So um, yeah, like Fort Lauderdale area. So yeah. She, um, like was a big reason, like why I ended up coming down here too, because I I have family here, which is nice, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. why you're not going somewhere completely alone. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> Just about how like you're introverted and you don't necessarily. Oh, yeah. yeah so no, I, I reached out to a few girls, <laughs> not me just getting right back into it. Um, no, so I reached out to a few girls and I they actually took me out to dinner when I was here because I came a month before I moved here um, to see like if I would like it. And they took me out to like dinner and I like met all of their friends. So I had some type of like friends and they do hair too, which is really great. Um, And they actually work in the studios where I work. Oh, okay. So it, it worked out really well. And doing hair and working in a studio. So the studio that I work in, there's 40 studios in there. Okay. So there's so many people in there and it's a little bit easier to make friends when you're in like for hairstylists, like when you're in a salon or when you're in a setting where there's a lot of people just always around and like I take clients every day, like I, I become friends with my clients. So it's yeah. kind of cool that way too. Um, Like I've had some clients that are like, okay, like if you're ever lonely, like we can come hang out. And so, yeah, it's really nice. It's a little yeah. bit easier to make friends when your job is talking to people all day. <laughs> Being exposed to people all day. Do you find that yeah. it's hard to have conversations with people all day as someone you said you're kind of introverted? Yeah, it used to be harder. So when I first started doing hair, I I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do it because I was like, I don't know how to talk to people. So you'll hear me say this. I like tell people this all the time. I'm like, I made my clientele specifically so that it's younger people around my age. 
I don't really do too many older people's <laughs> hair. I do a couple um, that I get along with really well, but for the most part, my clientele is people around my age because I can, I find it that it's way easier for me to talk to people my own age. I'm like, I can get the tea. Like I can just, you know, we can talk the shit and then I, I don't know if I can cause I'm here. Sorry. Yeah, you can. You're okay. <laughs> okay, good. I don't know if I already have, and I just didn't catch it. I'm, I kind of have a bad mouth. I've been watching myself here. No, you're good. I think that's one of the things that I love the most about your videos is because it is so unfiltered. And for you to say that you're introverted, I feel like is so interesting because all of your mm -hmm. videos just come across like you're so open and conversational with everyone that you do yeah. of their hair. I feel it's, like I would never be uncomfortable in your seat. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, but yeah, sometimes we'll meet like and it's crazy because some days I have my days where I feel like I can't make conversation more than others. Um, it's it's really weird, but for the most part. I am slightly more introverted. It's more so not like, it's not like all day. Like it's more so like after work, I just want to go home. Yeah. And yeah. like, I just want to be by myself. Like I need to, I need to, you know, relax from like talking to people all day. My social battery runs out very quickly is basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a really good point. Actually, one of the topics that I wanted to touch on is that your job is so conversational and mm -hmm. so much of socializing. I mean, that's literally how you build a clientele is by like connecting with people. How do you like when you get off work every day, is your idea of fun, like laying in bed and relaxing from the day? Or do you go and hang out with friends then after that? Um, I'm during the weekday, I like to just relax. I like to, I don't normally go out on weekdays because I have work the next day. Mm -hmm. And if I go out and start drinking, I just feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm going to be hungover. And I, I refuse to drink really like that much, like on the weekdays, because I don't want to like come into work and like not do my best on someone's hair. It's like my biggest fear. So most of the time on the weekends, um, I will definitely like go out and do stuff. But during the week, I'm like, not. Nah, I got to during the week is when I'm building up my social battery for the weekend. And then normally I lose my voice on Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> rest my voice back up and we're good to go. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting job in terms of the fact that like there's a lot of people that go out and then the next day they're sitting behind a computer like when I had my corporate job I didn't really care because I was sitting behind a computer I would just turn off my you know my video and I didn't it didn't require me to like interact with people mm -hmm. or have a specific skill but I feel like if you're hungover and you're cutting someone's hair like holy crap the amount that my hands shake like that would be the worst yeah. they've ever had <laughs> no that's also why um I don't take more than like three colors a day, which for some hairstylists, that's like nothing. Like some of them, they take, some people take like 10 people a day and they're there from nine to nine at night. But that's just not like, I'm the type of person where I will burn out if after three people. So that fourth person, I'm not doing my best on them. So that, that's what I've learned with myself. So I'm like, okay, max I can do is like three colors a day. I don't really do just, um, now, now that I've like kind of established myself, I can do kind of like what I like like to do so like that's just color so I don't do much of like just haircuts and stuff like that but I do it like with the colors but gotcha so I feel like one of the plus sides of being a hairstylist then and having your own seat is it is it seat booth yeah like yeah booth, <laughs> booth studio. I don't know why they call it a booth honestly yeah you like, get to create your own you get to create your own schedule right uh-huh okay. it's the best part I don't know if I could ever go back to being on a schedule of someone else um, I haven't, I haven't worked a Saturday in so long. I, when I first started, um, I actually didn't like, I told myself I would, when I first started, I would have to take some Saturdays because you kind of have to work around other people's schedules at the start. 
But after like that, I was like, nah, I ain't working Saturdays. I don't care who wants me in on a Saturday. I actually don't do like homecoming and prom air because of that reason. (laughs) Because I don't want to be in on a Saturday. Do you like doing the updos? No. (laughs) I mean, I wish wish that I could get into it, but I don't love, I don't know why. It's like the thing when I was in cosmetology school, it's like, (laughs) it's like I hated everything except like color was my passion. That was like what got me through. And, like, doing blonding and, like, brunettes, stuff like that. And not even, like, really, like, fashion colors, like, the blues and, like, the greens and stuff. I've done it. And it just really, it stresses me out. I want to learn how to do it more, though. I have a friend on TikTok. I've actually made quite a few hairstylist friends on TikTok. It's kind of cool. There's, like, a yeah. little hair talk. There's a community. Oh, and okay. it's so funny. Like, yeah, I've made so many, like, friends on there. Very important news, you guys. Stop what you are doing. When I think about Black Friday, a couple years ago, it was always this big deal. You would wait in line for hours. You would stay online until it refreshed, and whatever you wanted would become available, and then it would sell out. No more of that. Macy's is giving you early access to their Black Friday sales. From November 7th through the 19th, the Macy's Early Access Black Friday sale is on their website. So go and get all of your discounted favorites before Black Friday, before everything is out of stock. It's only available while supplies last. You can go to macy's.com forward slash Black Friday. Trust me, I am on hair TikTok, like <laughs> to the point that I will get videos on my For You page, which are hair, hairdressers giving other hairdressers um, tips for social media and like how to take photos and how to take videos yeah. and hair color. It's so funny. I'm like, how did I end up on here? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. My boyfriend, he's, so I used to watch TikTok on his phone and I would be liking like the hair videos <laughs> and he would get so mad and he's like, why are all of my videos hair? And I'm like, whoops, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, probably his whole for you page. Wait, didn't you guys meet through you doing his hair or was that a running joke? It was a joke. Oh man, I love that story. You had you know, a video and I, you're like, yeah, he came in and I cut his hair. That was actually then. one of my first of the this whole like joking like video thing that I do. That was one of the first um, videos that I did where I was like, because it was it was Carter. It was easy for me to make fun of him. So I or like it was easy for me to just like joke around. So that was the first and that was the first video that did really great out of this whole thing that I've been doing. And everyone like believed it. I was like, oh, this random hot guy walked in. But now, you know, we've been dating for like five years at that time. Well, I believed it. So, so Lexi, funny. when did you start on TikTok? Okay, so I started in probably like 2020 and I did not want to do like hairstylist TikTok. I don't know why, but back then it wasn't really that big of a thing to do. Um, like do like as like a hairstylist. So in 2021, I, the whole, the whole me just trying to post myself wasn't working for me. So I was like, (laughs) so I was like, you know what? Um, I think deep down inside of me, I didn't think that my work was good enough to be posted. Like, I didn't think that I was good. I didn't think anyone was going to care to see my work and my, like me being a hairstylist. Um, so in 2021, I posted, it was like that summer I posted my first like hair video and it was like how much I made in a day or something dumb. And apparently I charged way too less. 
which was oh. honestly very good feedback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'm laughs> because sure most of the time you're getting out. crushed for how much you charge and stuff. But um, yeah, I that was one of the first videos. And then for like I when I first started out, I wanted to be I did a lot of educational posts, and that's kind of like where I was leaning towards. And then I wasn't really myself. And I tell a lot of people this. I'm like, if you want to do social media and like content creation, because like I said, the videos like I did with Carter that like whole like me being myself and being funny. And like, that was the first video I ever did where I was putting together these clips and doing like, like content creation. Like it was like, it was, and it was something that it was so fun for me to do. And like doing like the joking voiceovers rather than doing something so serious. Cause that's not really who I am. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I went from there and just started. And I just kept doing those after that, because if you look at my videos from, over a year ago it it doesn't even like seem like the same person it's crazy because when you finally like let go and you're just like I don't care anymore at one point in time a like a switch just flips in your brain and you're like I don't care anymore like was there anything specifically that made you be like okay fuck it I'm just gonna do whatever I want on TikTok now I I don't know I mean there wasn't really anything specific I think I just like I think I kind of like leaned into it and I was like nah I just like I would here and there do like these little like vlogs and stuff but yeah I just I've always been the same type of person, but I wouldn't show it as much on social media. And now that I've shown myself fully unfiltered and all, it's kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys don't follow Lexi or haven't seen her videos before, she like you're so good at making all of the clips, too, while you're doing their hair. Does somebody film that for you? Like how? So I actually film it all myself on a tripod. Oh, my God. And I for a minute um, when I worked at a salon back in Illinois, I I hired um, one of my clients, actually. Um, and she filmed some videos for me and like would film them for me, but it just kind of got to the point where it was like, I, if I can do it myself with a tripod, I kind of was like, it was, yeah, I don't know. Save the money. I didn't really like need it, but cause like my tripod videos, they work out fine Yeah, for what yeah. I'm doing. I think I want to hire, cause I want to come out with like online education eventually. And I want those videos to be very put together. I actually want to like, now that I live in Florida, my whole vibe has always been like beachy. So in Illinois, that vibe just did not fit. <laughs> so now that I live here, it's really great because I can like I want to do like a shoot on the beach and like I have so many plans for like moving here. So that's yeah. why I did. Yeah, I love that. So your videos are just like a compilation of all these clips of doing people's hair when they come into your salon and then you do the voiceover and the voiceover like half the time. I feel like it doesn't even really talk about what you're doing. here. <laughs> No, and I love it. And I watch yeah. the entire thing and I'm like, give me more. And then I'll binge your, I'll binge your profile for a while. <laughs> every time I will literally check to see if you have a new video. Cause I love watching them. I've always been oh my God, I love so that. into like, you know, on Facebook where they used to have that feed of just videos that they served to you over uh-huh. and over. I, it was always like the hair videos of them cutting hair with a knife or something like random. Oh, yeah. Like the butcher knife. And they're like, yeah. I would be terrified if someone was doing that to me. <laughs> like it actually work though or like like, when they take the fire and they light the hair on fire and they're like cutting it with fire I'm like what I know I I don't understand that either because I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing when I put like a straightener or curling iron on my head I know right it's like you're literally off frying it off um it's crazy that we put heat of like 400 degrees on our hair that's like what you cook stuff with (laughs) yeah crazy when you think about it like that it's just it can't be good and I did it for so long I used to straighten my hair every single day or if I didn't straighten it I would curl it every single day and um now I get really bad fucking gray hairs like the you know I remember like one of your videos saying yeah what do you want to do with your hair 
I don't know. I see. My thing is, I thought that if I dyed my hair lighter, it would help blend the gray hairs. But the thing is, the gray hairs started poking out and they're gray. And then my blonde hair is yellow as shit. And the combination mm. between like warm and cool tone was way. Is your natural hair very dark? It's not as dark as it, it currently is. The okay. issue <laughs> is that I can't get to my natural color without it being way too light or way too dark. So mm -hmm. when I got a hairstylist like to match my roots, there was only ever one hairstylist and she's in San Antonio that did a really, really good job of getting it to match entirely. But it takes a combination of like highlights and lowlights. And right now my hair is just gone through the ringer for the past year or two that I don't want to lighten it at all because I feel yeah. like I'm just going to ruin it. Yeah, I get that. And you have like finer hair. I feel like you should do extensions. Everyone keeps saying that. So, okay. This is one of the things I was going to ask you about when it comes to extensions, what is your um, advice? Because I did the tapins. Oh and God. It was the worst thing of my life. Like I don't care what anyone says. Tapins are one of the most damaging hair extensions to exist. I don't like them for a full head. I like them more. So like sometimes I'll put like a tape on like the sides of my head just to fill in like the sides. Cause like sometimes with the wefts, they don't go all the way up here. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're good maybe just for like two of them, but a full head of tapins is an, it's an awful, it's like you're gluing your hair to each other. It's, it's, it was horrible. So actually the hairstylist in San Antonio, she was the one that installed them and I got the hair from Donna Bella. They mm -hmm. sent it to me for free. And at this time, like I had not really been doing social media yet. So them offering me free extensions, I was like, holy shit. Hell yeah. Like I didn't even really yeah. care to get extensions at that point, but I was like, if they're free, of course I'm going to. Oh yeah. And they looked so good. But then after like two or three weeks, when your hair starts growing out, you just have these giant like wads of especially yes in your hair, mm -hmm. especially for people with fine hair. So my tape ends, even when I just put them on the sides of my head, when they grow out, like oh it's, my God. it's like two weeks and you can start seeing them. Mm -hmm. And when you get those moved up, if you get them taken out, you'll find like <laughs> these little glue pieces in your, it's just like. It's an awful process. It's an awful move up process. I don't love them. And yeah. when you think about it, so with hand tied, so like I have like, uh, like wefts in my hair right now okay. and it's basically, you just have two rows on your head. So it's just like two like little rows of it with it. Tapins, they're all over your head. So mm -hmm. they're all over your hair. So if anything, they're damaging more because with the wefts, you have to think that they're only on like this little. Oh, okay. They're only Wait, on like that art. one little, um, what am I trying to think of the word here? Um, like the track, like that we like we make, we make with like a bead, and it's like so that's the only hair that if it's damaging anything, it would only be that. And most of the time, it's not damaging, especially if you go to someone who knows what they're doing, um, and you're taking care of them properly, of course. But damn, yeah, good to know because I've I've definitely like I've thought about it for sure mm -hmm. so many times. But the thing is, is I work out a lot. I'm like sweating a lot. I hardly ever do my hair. Honestly, yeah. like I just let my hair air dry, which I have questions about that. Like is air drying mm -hmm. your hair bad? I saw that on TikTok. I'm like, there is yeah. no way people, people try to find anything to okay. air drying your hair is not bad. Sleeping with it wet is a different story. Okay. Sleeping with your hair wet, not good. Um, air drying it. I don't see a problem with, um, with extensions though. If you're air drying with extensions, you need to like blow dry the root of them. Just okay. because there's a lot more hair than normal. So if you don't like blow dry it, like sometimes it can still be wet in the inside and it kind of like, it's just gross. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, for the most part, like, yeah, yeah. So maybe for someone with like super thick hair, maybe I would like blow dry the root a little bit, but like air drying your hair is not. 
in my opinion, it's not bad. Yeah, that's just like the main reason why I haven't done it because it's like yeah. I don't do my hair every single day in order for me mm-hmm. to care enough about what my hair looks like. I'm just trying to focus on making it healthier so that yeah. like I can cut the sweat ends, I can do whatever, and then maybe like by the summer next year it'll be grown out a bit. But yeah, um, Oh my gosh. I have so many questions. I have some questions actually written down about like hair specifics. Mm-hmm. And the number one question that people wanted to know from you was tips on hair growth. Okay. So hair growth is a very, okay. Yeah. It's genetics. <laughs> if we're being well, honest, hair growth is genetics. It's if someone's trying to sell you a vitamin or sell you this stuff, it's not going to grow your hair. Your hair goes through three phases and everyone's phases are different. Um, so yeah, some people are very blessed and they're in their growth phase a lot longer than others. Um, but there are things that you can do to help it grow. So for example, like having a good diet is like a really like drinking a lot of water. What you're putting into your body is kind of like what you're going to get out of it. Um, and that's like a lot of people's probably like problem. Also, um, I would say like, obviously using the right products is always great. Using hair mask, um, drinking a lot of water, um, Sleeping with a silk pillowcase is a random one, but it's actually good. It's more so like really great for extensions. Kind of helps that friction at night when you're sleeping. You don't like, you're not going to get like, oh, those like little. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like cutting your split ends off. Because if okay. you're not cutting your split ends off, your dead ends off. So if you ever felt like I've had people come to me and I've had this problem too, where I'm like, my hair doesn't grow, but I was blonde. Like your hair is growing from your roots. So your roots start to show, but people will be like, my hair is not growing. I'm like, clearly it's growing because your roots are showing. So I was like, the problem is, is that your hair is dead. So um, basically, if you don't cut the split ends off, they just keep splitting up and they just keeps getting shorter. So like you're not getting your hair is giving you a haircut for you. So if you don't cut them off, it just keeps splitting up. So basically, if you cut them off and like eventually you'll get to that healthy point. But yeah. Oh, my, my like hope just crumbled beneath me. I'm like, I've been- I know. And it's, it sucks because I mean, when you even think about it, like my mom has the worst hair, like just the worst hair things. And I have her hair. I just, my hair is so fine and it like has never grown quick. And it's just, that's just how it is. And if some people feel like their hair stops growing at a certain point, and that can be true at times, like your hair just, I don't know. It's very much genetic. It's crazy. Oh man. Well, so yeah. I've been using like hair serums and all this and that, and you know, yeah. like all over Which TikTok. I'm sure that there's stuff that helps. Like I said, like, I mean, I'm not like a scientist, <laughs> but I know that there is stuff that, I mean, probably like helps, you know, maybe getting that, like there's stuff that you can do while you're in that growth phase that is going to make your hair grow a little bit more. But yeah, like for example, why like pregnant people, um, like their hormones are different. So it's like their hormones and like everything like that, um, changes so sometimes people, their hair grows a lot when they're pregnant and oh. that's why is because their bodies are like their hormones are different and it's just, yeah. Interesting. Well, so I've been learning a lot more about like hormones and I was actually, it's so funny because the episode that I did earlier today was about exercising and working out and it also has a lot to do with hormones and it just seems like everything in the female world is revolved it's around hormones. Literally. And I'm sure like our birth control affects it and everything. Oh my God. You want to hear a crazy birth control story? Yeah. Let's hear it. I, so I was on the pill for so long and it was like 2020. It was like around COVID time. I got COVID and this is like when I really noticed it because I get inflamed it. So I've had this huge lump and it's not really there anymore, but I had this huge lump on my throat right here. And every time I would swallow it would move. And I 
was freaking out. I noticed it that summer, but I just, I tend to like, I, I act like things don't exist <laughs> when they're, um, when there's something wrong. I'm like, oh, it doesn't exist. Like I'm, I don't pay any attention to it. It doesn't, doesn't exist. It's like bills. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that. But yeah. So, um, that like, I started to notice it and I was like, so I instantly went to the doctor. I'm like, I have cancer. That's what it was. Like, I'm like, I have cancer. So no, um, I went and she was like, they did like a ultrasound on it. They were like, no, like, but they're like, it's just like a lump on my thyroid, but it was like, I think oh, benign. Right. I think it's like not cancerous. So they're like, it's not cancerous, but they're like, it's never, they're like, it's not going to go away. They're like, if anything, it's going to get bigger and you're going to have to get it like surgery to get it removed. So of course I'm like, great, that's great. So I had this lump on my throat for that full year. And then I got off my birth control because I was like, I, the birth control just kind of like messes with me mentally. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to try to get off of it and see like if I feel any better. So I ended up getting off of it. I shit you not a month or two later, the lump was gone. Really? The lump was yeah. from my birth control. It had to have been. There's what? no way that stuff just goes away. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I, mean, like, I feel yeah. like lately everyone is talking about birth control and like getting off of it or trying a different method or whatever mm. because they're noticing the effects on their health. But what kind were you on? Um, it was a pill and I think it was called like Estrella or something like that. Um, but yeah, I'd never been on like any other ones. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should have like, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. But for someone who doesn't know if they want kids, it's a little risky for me to be off my birth control, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's good that the lump went away though. Do you think that getting yeah. off your birth control, like, did that do anything to your hair? Do you think that affects hair growth or anything? Um, it didn't for me, but I don't know. I, I feel like because it's like hormonal and stuff like that, I feel like it has to play a role in people's hair. I don't know. To some extent, I feel like it could. Um, but yeah, it's like COVID. Like some people, like a lot of, like I had clients who had like extreme hair loss from COVID and they're like, oh. what can I do? And I'm like, honestly, like, I don't like, this is like, no one's ever dealt with that before. It's crazy. Yeah, there were quite right, a few really people sad. that also asked about hair loss, which, ugh, girl, mm-hmm. I take a shower and I'm not kidding you. I, and I think I've noticed it more because I've been washing my hair less. Yeah. So it's like if I wash my hair every four days when I take a shower, there's going to be a giant ass lump of hair. It's like yeah. I kind of want to save the hair and make it into my own extensions. Have you seen yeah. that person? That <laughs> Have you ever seen the hair? girl on TikTok who saves her hair? Yes. I like I should actually start doing that because I think That's at this so point funny. I would have a full ass wig. But yeah. So my little sister actually loses a lot of hair too. And it's sometimes it's like concerning amounts. Like she'll, she'll like face, I mean, she's like, look at how much hair I just lost, but really hair loss can be a lot of different things. And a lot of people don't realize, um, like it can be from stress. So if you're like more stressed than normal, like your hair, you can lose it a lot more. It also can be a thyroid problem. So, um, checking with like a doctor in that mm-hmm. sense, like if you're having like a lot of hair loss and it's really unexplained. Um, I would maybe see, I would maybe like get your levels tested because that could, that could be a problem. Cause that's like one of the main things is like thyroid. Um, yeah. I will say, I feel like myself and probably a lot of other people included, like, I just want to find, I really struggle with wanting to find the, the simplest, easiest, fastest solution mm-hmm. when most of the times it's not actually a solution. It's like maybe a band-aid for a couple weeks. But yeah. internally, I know that the solution is probably going and doing that. So yeah. don't worry. I am going to a doctor, but it takes yeah. a long but to get also, But also don't freak out, though, because if you're losing like a lot of hair when you shower, if you – so like, for example, my little sister, she has curly hair, so she doesn't wash her hair a lot. 
She doesn't wash it like every day. So because you're not washing your hair every day, those hairs kind of aren't falling out. They're kind of just staying in there. Yeah. You lose so you would lose like a hundred hairs a day or whatever it is. So when you shower, when you finally like um wash your hair, all of those hairs that you lost throughout the past couple of days are just coming out. So like that's another thing. But so unless it's like a concerning amount that you're losing, I wouldn't be too worried about it really. But with hair loss though, also like say like your like hairline. Like I feel like mine, like, I don't know. I'm like getting like a receding hairline. <laughs> um, but like wearing your hair up and like I used to wear my hair up in these like tight buns and like stuff like that can like pull these hairs out. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to wear my hair in. Well, I okay. So I just recently, when I say recently, in the past like three weeks, started doing my own research about things that I've just been doing wrong with my hair because, let alone the all of the dyeing that I've done in the past, um, but also things like yanking the shit out of my hair when it's wet. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I know that it's tangled, but I probably shouldn't like get my hair in <laughs> it. And then I've been wearing my um, hair up. Like, I'll sleep with my hair wet and I'll put it in a bun. Oh yeah. And like that's like a double whammy. So I recently got a little silk bonnet and I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you. Is it bad? Like, is it white? Is it bad? Bad. Wait, do you not like the silk bonnet? Oh no, no, no. I love it. Okay. I was going to say, that's like a good thing. (laughs) No, no, no. I love it. And, um, I started using like a biotin serum in my hair and I wish I could show you up close, but I'm starting to get these little baby hairs like along okay. the receding part of my hairline, like you said. So mm-hmm. I'll send you the link to it. But um, that's another argument is biotin. A lot of people say I that know. when they take that, it makes like, which it could be true. But like I said, everyone is different. So what works for someone probably isn't going to work for another person. That's yeah. what sucks about everything. It's like, it, like a lot of people ask, like, oh my gosh, like, what did you do? What did you do? And it's like, what worked for me might not work for you. It's really sucks. That's just reality. And it's, and I hate to bring, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't actually realize that that's just like life. Yeah, no, I get that. And biotin too, I feel like it causes so many, causes a lot of arguments too. There's like a lot of people that are like, it ruined my life. And then there's people that are like, oh my God, it changed my life, you know? Yeah, it's it's really crazy. Yeah. And when you're just like so vulnerable and so insecure about your hair, like you just Mm want to search for all of the answers that you can possibly find. And so when you find something that worked for someone, you want to like grasp onto it, just hoping that it'll work for you. But exactly. And I mean, you never know until you try to. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, trying things that you think might work. um, But when I was younger, I was so insecure of my hair Um, because I like I said, just really thin. I've been wearing hair extensions since I was like 15. But when I was like in like grade school, I was really insecure about it. I would literally put eggs and like mayo (laughs) and like all this random like concoction shit in my hair because like the Internet said that it was going to make my hair grow. And I would literally I would sit upside down every night. For like 45 minutes because I thought my hair was going to grow out of my head. <laughs> Wait, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. I see rosemary water everywhere. I see like the scalp yeah. massager. Are there any that are just like a big fat no-no that are just like, no, this is absolutely. Um, actually, um, I forget which oil it is. What's the oil that everyone wants to put in their hair? There's it- some type of oil that people would put in their hair. and it, it, Yeah, it might be that. Oh, if anything, it's kind of like clogging. Oh, see, like it's so thick that. of an oil that it's just clogging like the cuticle or whatever. So it's not really doing what you want it to do. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I have castor oil. 
I recently got it from Amazon and I started using it. And in combination with like some of the other things I've been using, which I have not like really shared that much because I'm like, I just don't want to share something when I'm trying to figure out if it's working for me. So like, oh, yeah, exactly. like in three months it does work and I have hair growth. Like I'll obviously share it. I'm not going to gatekeep it, but for the moment I'm gatekeeping it because I don't want anybody to try it. And then it fucks <laughs> up their hair, but oh, I've been using the castor oil and it is so thick. It feels disgusting. It's like you can't yeah. not wash your hair after that because it's just a giant ball of pit, like a giant pit of grease. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. <laughs> so bad. But yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah. Um, I feel like your natural oils, if you're going to go with oil, let your natural oils come through, which sucks. Um, but I don't know. Your natural oils, they're good for you. Um, thoughts on dry shampoo after that, like huge recall, are you for oh my God. it? So those brands I'm not for, I mean, so I've known that there's, what was it? Butane? Is that what it's called? I hope I didn't just botch that, but I think that I it's like you. the thing that catches fire basically. And, um, I've known for a long time that those have been in those drugstore products. It was a big thing at like a couple of years ago, I think. And I don't think it's in, I like Moroccan oil dry shampoo. That's like my favorite dry shampoo. And I don't think it's in that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still like dry shampoo, just not, not the bad brands. And I, and I'm not against drugstore shampoo conditioners. I'm not against like all that because I mean, not everyone can afford a $50, $60 shampoo and conditioner. And I literally, there are good, like there are good things that you can get, but it does, the whole dry shampoo thing was like a little weird, but I knew that those were like in there. Um, so like I never recommended dry shampoos from a drugstore, but yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. And it was like earth shattering news when we found out everyone's like, holy shit, I've been putting horrible stuff in my hair. Oh and gosh. Yeah. It probably answers a lot of questions as to why it's like people's hair is kind of ruined, but luckily mm-hmm, I didn't could. use dry shampoo that much, um, until like yeah. kind of recently while I'm trying to save through washes, but um, yeah, I wish I had my dry shampoo right here right now so I could see because I actually haven't checked my like Moroccan oil one, but I doubt it does. I would hope that it doesn't. Um, probably a good thing to check. <laughs> but I'm in my here's my hairstylist brain. I'm like, oh, it could never all professional products could never probably does. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you said you don't mind drugstore brands, which I think is funny because somebody asked me to ask you. Uh, for mm-hmm. a drugstore shampoo and conditioner, I was like, oh, she's probably going to say none of them because I think every other hairstylist says. Oh, yeah. From the a lot of hairstylists but- are very like anti um, everything like that. I believe like um, so basically what you want to look for with drugstore and everything like that is just looking for making sure that there's not that much sulfates and parabens and those type of ingredients in the shampoo and conditioner. And I know that nowadays a lot of like drugstore ones don't have it, but it's not, I don't, I don't think it's like an awful thing to use drugstore shampoo and conditioner. I think is, is it Chris and S? Yeah. Is that it? like, I know like a lot of people were like using that toner for a while. I think that one's not bad. Um, so interesting. Cause I actually used Kristen S for a while and mm-hmm. it was like in the background on one of my videos or, or something at one point. And I remember people specifically saying, Oh my God, don't use that. It made my hair fall out. So it's oh, like, really? I just, yeah. So, wow. I mean, going back to what you were saying, I feel like it's so hard to find credible products because everyone has completely different yep. interactions with every single thing that they ever put on their head. Like it's exactly not. So like I, for example, like um, I'll use like Redken, for example, and it or like Moroccan oil was a big one that I when I first started at salons, the salons I was working at only used Moroccan oil. That was it. 
And Moroccan olive is very heavy for someone with fine hair. Um, so a lot, like some of my clients had trouble where it would like their hair would be greasy after they use it because they weren't washing it out. It's very concentrated. It's very thick. So that's like a thing where it's like, you can use, like, I could love Moroccan oil and like rave about it, but like for some people it's not going to work and it just, yeah, it sucks. So, but yeah, like I said, maybe I could do some research. I haven't really looked into the whole drugstore product type of thing. I, you know, now that you say that I'm going to like look into it and find like what, in my opinion, are the best drugstore shampoo and conditioners. And maybe I should make a video about that. Yeah. Yeah. You should. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that like, I feel like we're made to believe that it's hard to take care of your hair on a budget almost like you have to invest yeah. in all these things. Like you have now. to do all this now. Yeah. And so <laughs> that would be, super I know, helpful. I know some people with the longest, thickest, most beautiful hair and they can use like, they use like drugstore shampoo. Like <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. <laughs> do you have recommendations for what to do for like super fine hair? That's like really sparse. Like, I don't know. I mean, you and I both have mm-hmm. fine hair, but I at least so, have a bit of fine what hair. I could say like would help like, um, using like texture sprays. I really love, especially like curling your hair, curling fine hair already makes it look more like bouncy and like using a good texture spray. Um, again, I kind of like the Moroccan oil texture spray. I also like Redken has one. Um, but yeah, there's, or if you get, so what you can do is you can get like clip in extensions and they're not like, don't sleep with them in or anything, but if you like, you're going out one night, literally clip those suckers in but then i wait didn't you make a video about or clip it (laughs) so like a year and a half ago maybe even longer than that i got those oh my god okay i was balling on a budget like seriously i could have spent just the additional 75 dollars to get ones that were already made but in my mind it was more fun to like have a story out of it so i go to sally's i get the extensions that are just one long ass track So keep in mind in high school, I would wear these to homecoming or prom to make my hair fuller. So I would have like a bigger updo because that was the shit like you have an updo. And um, my my mom, my aunt and my grandma, they cut the extensions and they sewed the clips onto the extensions. So I, I in high school, I used to do hair and makeup for like prom, homecoming and bridal. And I I didn't have any certifications. I had no qualifications other than just doing it for my friends. It looked good and then kind of just like spread around town and I would go and travel and do it. It was like really fun. And I remember I was doing this girl Alexis's hair for prom. And I don't know if she listens to my podcast or anything. I don't want to say her last name, but she had thinner hair and we were doing a half updo. And I ended up being like, oh my God, wait, this would look so good if I use my extensions. And then she loved how it looked. So I just gave her the extensions. I was like, I never really wear them. But then when I moved to Austin, I was really struggling with my hair. I just fucking hated it. And I I feel like it's so hard too, because we all put so much of our confidence into our hair. Uh-huh. So when your hair looks not how oh, you yeah. want it to, you're if like, your hair oh. doesn't look at like I if my hair doesn't like look like if I don't have my extensions in, I'm a different bitch. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, it's it just, yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely hard. And so I went to the store. I was like, well, shit, my, my, my family did it. I can do it. So I go to the store, I get these extensions and I was on TikTok live at the time. I remember I was drinking wine as well. So like trying to make my own extensions and drinking wine and online at the same time, not a really good combination. And I remember doing it that night and then like struggling to curl them. And then I was washing them and I was blow dry. It was a whole, it was a whole thing. Um, <laughs> But I recently 
Oh my God. This is a whole part of the other story. I don't know whatever happened to those. Honestly, I feel like they got lost somewhere or I, I let someone borrow them. I don't even know. And I recently got a halo, which is, you know, obviously more oh, of an yeah. investment. But when I got it, um, we didn't have the hairstylist like cut it and make layers and, you know, style it. We didn't have enough time because it was for an event. So it's just cut completely straight across and it's like super thick and heavy on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Today, I was That's like, the problem I'm going to try it myself grabbed a pair of kitchen scissors and just started snipping away. And now I'm like, oh, okay, uh-uh, put them down. I need to like call Lexi. <laughs> That's the biggest problem with like clip-ins too. It's clip-ins, they come like so thick at the bottom. And then when you put them in, they're all like staggered and you have to get it cut. Yeah. But then when you take them out, there's no possible way you can put them back in the exact same spots that you had them. I. So it's I, like, it's crazy. The clip-ins are hard too, because you have, if they're all the same length and you put them in at different levels on your head, they're yes. obviously not going to be all the it's same length. It's so choppy. Yeah. So yeah. that's what was wrong with my clip-ins was I mm-hmm. didn't know how to cut them. And when I was doing the updos, it really didn't matter at all because it was just all being curled and pinned and whatever. Yeah. But um, I have some questions that I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of been on here for a while. I feel like we could just chit chat all day. So I know. I'm like, hope you guys wanted to sit and listen for hours. <laughs> no, like, take I, a seat, everyone. <laughs> I love it. I feel like I'm learning too. And it's, and it's fun. So people want to know, um, what do you think about apple cider vinegar on the hair? Like washing it with that? Is that a myth? I've never heard of apple cider oh, vinegar on the okay. hair. I've heard of drinking apple cider vinegar, I think think right yeah it's like good for like your gut health yeah but that's I drink those poppies okay and they they say apple cider I think on them um but no I've never heard of putting it in your hair actually okay so I feel like what I'm gathering over all of this is like all these little tips and tricks that you can do to make your hair quote-unquote grow Mm -hmm. are really just not worth it it's I mean yeah like I said what works for someone probably like might not work for you it's it's crazy I mean maybe like try them out see if they work for you it never hurts I guess <laughs> your um, hair might smell but who cares yeah but yeah for the most part and it's one of those things where it's like your hair is not going to grow overnight like yeah. you have to be doing something consistently so even if you're sitting here putting apple cider vinegar on your hair <laughs> chances are you're not going to do that for longer than like a week because it's kind of like probably gross unless you're consistently maybe doing it maybe you if that's what people are seeing results with maybe but chances are you're not going to do that for long so it's okay. something stuff is like very like you have to be consistent with like what you're doing with your hair um but yeah <laughs> okay good to know so we can we can next the apple cider vinegar um yeah. I want to know what your pet peeve for clients is like the most annoying thing that a client can do oh um let me think. I don't know. I like, honestly, I've been very lucky with having really great clients. Uh, I don't like to like ever say anything bad, but I have had, um, and I see, here's the thing. I might be too nice because a lot of the times the first thing that hairstylists are going to say to you is, is when people no show or when people cancel last second and stuff, but low key, when people cancel last second for me, I'm like, (laughs) kind of getting off, kind of getting off work early. Um, but like, I never like really hold it against people because I'm the type of person where that's happened to me before. Um, sometimes like I would get like this anxiety where I'm like, I just can't like go to this appointment. I can't do this, but like, I would never no show someone, but like the whole canceling last second thing, sometimes I get it unless it's like a reoccurring thing. Um, but yeah, I am, 
I have to get back to me on that one. That's the most annoying. Oh no, no, you're no, you're good. I feel like that was a good answer because I kind of was expecting you to say no show, but I think I yes, it's the, that's mainly like what everyone would probably say. Um, because I nothing that they do. Oh, you know what? Kind of an way. <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, nothing. Um, no, it's when people um sometimes people are like head talkers, and they'll talk with like their oh. head and they'll move their head <laughs> while I'm trying to foil them. And I'm like, and I'm like trying to put in the foils and it's like a, it's so hard. It's, it's so difficult to do. So that's probably, that's, that's going to be my answer for that one. Um, but yeah, (laughs) that's a good one. Like their head is just bobbing everywhere. You can't even catch a piece of it. Um, what, what about like when somebody comes in, like, let's say myself and I want to go blonde, like, what is your advice to somebody that really wants to go super blonde, but like it's just not feasible. Do you know what I mean? Um. Okay. So for you, I would do a test strand on you first, okay. because I know that you have like some like previous box color, which I don't like. I don't like discriminate the box color life. Um. I'm, as you can see, I'm like a very like I'm very like I don't know. I'm not like your typical like I'm gonna beat your ass if you use box color type of bitch. Like, I like that though because I've used box color on my hair before. So who am I to tell you not to like? I'm not going to lie. If I wasn't a hairstylist in my, and I had like little grays, like whatever. And I'm not going to go to the salon every single No, week. it's not I'm, worth it. I'm touching me. that shit up with box dye. I don't care. So for you, because I know that you have like some old box dye, I'd probably do a test strand first to see how that would lift and okay. then kind of go from there. Cause I know your hair is very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever put the box color all over? I used to like two years ago, but then after mm-hmm. I went lighter, I have never done an all over box color ever since then. Um, okay. Yeah. That's I good. only ever do it like right here in my roots. And I really don't go Which, far at all. Honestly, it's, it's, isn't that big hard. of a deal because for the most part, I would assume if you were to want to go lighter, you would want to do something a little bit more rooted anyway. So yeah. it's not that I, the box color wouldn't be like that far down, but, um, yeah, I would do like a test strand and then I could give you your options from there. Basically. Okay. So. Okay. Good. How long do you feel like it would normally take for someone that is brunette to go blonde? So, um, everyone's a little bit different for me personally. So I was very dark. Like I was like almost like your color, um, last year. Cause I have impulsive moments where I'm like, I'm going full on brunette. This happens every single year with me. <laughs> um, I'll be blonde. And then the next year I tell myself I'm never going back brunette ever again. And then here we are. Um, but I went, your color probably like last year and then in January or so or somewhere around there like April I was like I want to go back blonde which obviously being a hair size I know that that's not gonna happen overnight it took me probably six or seven months to get like wow mm -hmm, to get to the blonde that I just was like the very blonde like short but yeah as you see my hair was short because I had to cut it because and then you get there just, and you're like oh shit I want to go back to it and then I feel like it's kind of like an over it's just it's so bad it's so bad I'm awful with my hair but I try to not be I normally when I go brunette I typically stay brunette for a little I, I stay darker for a while but I will have a moment where I know my hair will be your color again okay it just I don't know why it happens to me but I'm like I need the dark, really dark over. But I think I'm liking the color I have now. It's it's like a light, it's like a medium brown. Color. I love it's like it. A few highlights in it. So I I really actually like this color. Um, I, I think love it, like, it. Yeah, because I have dark eyes and like dark eyebrows. So now I'll look back on pictures of my blonde hair. I'm like, damn, maybe that really didn't suit me. 
I feel like it looks very natural on you too. And I think that mm-hmm. was like one of the big trends of this year was people stopped dyeing their hair so blonde when it yeah, wasn't I'm like I'm color. about to be out of a job <laughs> <laughs> okay this is one of my questions what was like the best hair trend of 2022 I feel like blonde like that light brown yeah, like moment. this like pretty much I just went with the trend I guess um the Hilly Bieber anything Hilly Bieber basically was really big um what else was really big slick back um line. last year was like the curtain bangs mm-hmm. now right now it's red hair yeah. How do you Which, feel about the red hair? I honestly, I love like the red hair. I just think that sometimes like, and I'm the type of person that would do it too, that like, I would just like jump on the trend and not really think before doing it. So like as a blonde, if you want, if you're going to like that red color, if you go to the wrong person and they put like permanent, like red color on your hair, that's not coming out. And like you, like as a client don't know if they use permanent or not. Mm-hmm. so like most of the time you guys like don't know what we're using if we're using demi-permanent if we're using permanent I personally don't ever use permanent color because most of the time my clients like to switch it up so I don't ever want to make it harder on myself but oh. yeah I I actually almost did it really yeah I was <laughs> and I was impulsively on live one time on TikTok <laughs> and I was like I am going I was like guys I'm gonna put this copper color all over my hair because I was going dark that weekend but then I was like, eh, it's probably not my smartest decision. <laughs> See, I, okay, this was like a trend back in literally middle school. Um, I did the Kool-Aid on my hair one time, you know, where you put like the oh, Kool-Aid yeah. back in hot water and then you just do like a little strand of it. And it was red Kool-Aid. And I could not get this freaking red Kool-Aid out of my hair for like uh, over a year. And even when I would uh, dye my hair, it would still pull like super, super orangey. I could just never get it out. So I feel like the red, I mean, I'm always trying to cancel out the red in my hair. I don't know why uh-huh. I've just never loved red. I think because yeah. I have more of like a pink skin tone, it's just never, at least yeah. in my face, it's never looked that great. Um, but yeah, the red hair is huge. And then also obviously a slicked back bun, but I'm like, girl, if we keep doing this slicked back bun every day, our hair is going to be our, our hairline is going to be gone. I know I would kill a good slick back bun if I could do it. My hair. So my, with hair extensions, it's harder to do because it's harder to hide them. Cause you can't really normally the slick back bun kind of goes like right back here. So yeah. when you're pulling your hair back, you can kind of like, my hair is very fine. Like I said, so it's harder for me to like hide them if I do something like that. So I never really got to participate. And when my hair, when I don't have my extensions in my hair is literally like, like a little like rat tail. I'm not even kidding you. So I, the bun wouldn't even look good. So I never got to do that, sadly. <laughs> I know how my bun is right now. It'll actually be like this tiny little golf ball. And it's, like, <laughs> yes. it's, it's not even big enough that you can see the side of your bun like directly straight on. So it actually just looks um. like I have like a bald cap on sometimes. And sometimes <laughs> it's not the best move for me. But if you have super like dirty hair, it's the best thing you can do. You just kind of hide it. But yeah. What would you say is, this is my last question. What would you say is the worst hair trend of 2022 that you want to leave in this year? Ooh. Um, oh, it was the wolf cut this year. I want to leave that. The wolf cut? What the fuck is that? <laughs> People were literally putting like a ponytail in their hair at the top of their head and like cutting it. And when they would bring it down, it was just like this really shaggy like haircut. Whoa. And okay. I, I don't like it. My, my little sister kept begging me to give her a wolf cut and I'm like no and like I don't and like she has curly hair but I ended up like giving her like bangs and stuff and I'm like I'm not doing the full thing but I don't yeah I don't love I don't love that I don't love that cut okay and the tape ends we can leave and 
Tape it. Oh my God. Tape ins are like, they should have just never been a thing. I actually just, this is a tape in hate podcast. <laughs> Seriously. That's going to be the cap. That's going to be the caption. Uh, <laughs> don't buy tape. Yeah, that's good. Um, All of the hair extension companies are now not going to work with me. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's I'm okay with that. Honestly, that's I'm funny. I would be good if I never had a tape in my head ever again. But, you know, I might yeah. say that and who knows, might come back around. But I feel like technology is so advanced these days that like, surely there's yeah. a better option than literally putting sticky shit in your hair. I know. Yeah. I like the K-tips too. The K-tips are like the little like keratin tips. Like, oh. I mean, I, don't, I, I think that they're a little like a little bit better. I don't know about a full head of them, though. You probably have to really take care of those. Um, but yeah, I, I have a question for you, though. Oh, OK. You're so good with like the business like side oh. of things like did you just like randomly like that's just like your personality like you're just very like good with business because oh. like you doing all of these events and stuff I'm like I like me I'm trying to plan out this photo shoot and it's the end of it's the end of the world for me because I get like I can't plan anything it's awful I, well <laughs> thank you I really appreciate that um I think like, I, I really think that it's a culmination of different experiences, like all into one, which is interesting because like I always said that after I graduated college, I took the advertising job at TikTok because I wanted to like complete this circle of all of these skills that I had. So like mm -hmm. when I was in high school, I did event planning in an aspect. I would like plan this like dance. Oh, you did. Okay. Well, I was on like student council and I just, I loved that oh. shit. I loved decorating. I loved everything that I could to like be involved in that way, I guess. Um, and then when I was in college, I was a t-shirt salesperson for like this company and it was all commission-based. So I was like very, very, um, motivated by money in college because it was like, as, as much as you make, like, you know, as many shirts as you sell as much money as you make. And I was paying for a lot of aspects in college and just like, you know, I wanted to live like a certain lifestyle, I guess that was like beyond the means that I needed to, but I think that taught me a lot about like kind of having a business and like making yourself into a brand, I guess, because I wanted people to know me as like the t-shirt girl. And that was really helpful. And I would do like meetings and stuff. And I would meet up with people on campus that I've never met before. They'd be from like these random organizations and clubs. And I would pitch to them, you know, like making wow. the t-shirts for them. And so I feel like that taught me a lot. That was really good. Like on a resume. And then I also, I worked in the service industry for years. I was a bartender and a waitress and I worked oh, in okay. and I feel like it just, it's really all encompassing. Like you just, you learn so much about customer service or just mm -hmm. all of the little tasks that go into things. It makes you have to appreciate all of the little jobs. Yeah. And I think knowing that you're never too big to do those like little things, you know, obviously helps you just be like grounded, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know where it came from, I guess in my mind, it's like social media is not forever. And I've always known yeah. that it was never going to be a long-term thing. So how can I like kind of capitalize on this moment and like an audience and like still keep their attention for time to come in a way that's actually beneficial to them and like give them value, I think is the most important thing that I've tried to focus on. And I think for you as a hairstylist, like the way that you can do that is literally by educating. And I'm, yeah. I mean, your videos alone are already entertaining and educating, but I think yeah. you do start kind of shifting into educating other hairstylists. Like, mm -hmm. I think that is a really great way to be yeah. savvy. And then you so can now I actually, yeah, cause that's like what I, now I like teach classes and it's crazy because like, 
Um, a lot of the times people are like, oh, do, do you get paid from TikTok? How much do you get paid? I'm like, I don't get paid anything from TikTok. Um, but I take it as like, I wouldn't be educating like in different states if it wasn't for TikTok. Like I, that's how I like was able to reach so many different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's so funny. Cause like, I love seeing like younger people, like build like businesses. Like, uh, so like there's a girl from my hometown and like me and her, I feel like kind of like really related in the sense because she her name's Allison she owns like a she owns a boutique and she um she's my age she's like 23 and now she like moved to Florida too it's so funny we have like very similar stories but it's it's crazy to see like she has like a very like I I asked her the same question I'm like how are you so good at the business side of things but like then people look at me and they're like how are you so good at the business side of things and I'm like I just, it's so crazy because you feel like you're not, but then in reality, it's like, I feel like we don't give ourselves enough credit, especially because we're being so young and yeah. So I definitely think that plays a factor. And I also think too, like a lot of times you just learn as things come up and a lot of times you just kind of fake it till you make it. Like there are a lot of things that I'm not good at that I don't know how to do. And a lot of times like you just kind of learn how to do it when you have to. And -hmm. so from the outside looking in, it might look like I'm good at it but really I feel like insecure that I'm not doing enough or you know and I think it does go back to what you're saying that we don't give ourselves enough credit maybe like what you said that you didn't think your work was good enough to be seen or anything I think that is exactly it and it's crazy because and the reason I thought that is because I'm like in the way that I think about it now and it's so crazy it's like who am I to be here teaching people how to do hair when I've only been doing it for three years it's (laughs) I mean, but like in reality, I'm like, like, then I have to like tell myself to shut up. And I'm like, okay, like you've done this. Like, yeah, you this, deserve like, it. And yeah, like I put in a than- lot of time and effort into like my right. education. Like and that. you've also done way more than just like doing people's hair too. I think you have to yeah. think about overall, like you moved to a new city without your boyfriend from coming from a small town and then yeah. you opened like your own salon and now you're blowing up on social media and now like you aren't scraping the barrel like trying to find creative ways to find clients because they're lining up like trying to go to you that is a huge accomplishment that not a lot of people I'm sure in the you know cosmetology world like they're probably longing for that so I'm sure with that too probably comes a bit of jealousy and competitiveness from people who wish that they were in your position yeah you're sitting here like gosh I don't deserve this and I think it takes sitting down and just kind of like looking at what all you've accomplished to be able to be like, exactly. you deserve to be right here. Because from their eyes of things and like from people watching on social media, it looks like, oh, they, they got, they got TikTok famous. That's why they are successful. And that's like, that's not really the case. Like I've been on TikTok for you. Like I didn't just blow up overnight. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like, that's not what happened. Um, I'd like, I've been working on myself and like, it's just, yeah, it's crazy that because people just see like, and they just assume that, you know, that's why, like, I'm successful is because I have, like, TikTok. And it's like, no, like, yeah. I've been, like, view- yeah, it's it's crazy. No one actually knows, but yeah. And, I mean, followers also don't equate success. Like, Not at there all. are people that are so good at building their own personal brand and they don't have a million followers. And I think that's yeah. okay. And then there's people that have a million followers and they maybe don't have the mindset to figure out like what to, oh, no. to do. With there are so many people that I've seen that have so many followers and I'm like, you're doing nothing with your platform. Um, but yeah. And it's just, it's crazy. Um, sometimes it can be hard to figure out exactly what it is to do with it too, because a lot of times you just don't expect it. I mean, exactly like you, like you didn't expect that video to just blow up. And I feel like now you have such like this audience that is like so yeah. captivated by what you post. And I think 
Also, too, you know that you have a lot of eyes. It kind of changes the way that you make content because you start to overthink it. Mm -hmm. And I've been very guilty of that, um, where as I think about, you know, what people will think when I post certain things instead of just posting whatever and doing what actually like people enjoyed me for in the first place. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a crazy world. <laughs> yeah. And you're doing great. And I'm so excited that yeah. I had you on the podcast as you know, you are taking off with your hairstyling career, becoming a yes. teacher and everything. Oh my God. And yeah, I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to do your hair in the future. I know. I know. That'd be I such a like, great little, they'll be, be such a great video. I could just roast you the whole time. <laughs> I would, I promise you, I would, I would love that. So we'll set that up off the podcast whenever I come <laughs> and visit you in Florida. Like you guys want to hear all of our plans? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. They'll know. Trust me. They'll know when I come and see you. But <laughs> thank you again for coming on. I think you answered a lot of people's questions and also this was just a fun yeah. little episode, kind of a break from like some of the past conversations I've had. So yeah, no, it was so much fun. I love, I love talking. I can, so if I just talked the whole time, like, yeah, <laughs> I can talk people's ear off. <laughs> How do we find you? How do we follow you? Oh, okay. Um, my TikTok is Lexi Rainbow, where you can probably find it by Here by Lexi, and then Instagram is Here by Lexi. You can probably find me anyway. Here by Lexi. Perfect. But people call me. People will come up to me and be like, Here by Lexi. I'm like, <laughs> I haven't. You just say Lexi. <laughs> they call you by your username. Yeah, it's Here by Lexi. That's where people know me from. <laughs> I I will link um her socials in the podcast description as well, so you can find her and keep up with everything that she's doing. And if you live in Florida in the Boca Fort yeah. Lauderdale area, let a girl know. Yes. Yay. All right. Well, All right bye. Thank you. Talk to you next Tuesday. Bye. <laughs>